Hey you guys, Brett is here, your favorite wine professor. I know I am. There's no need to tell me, I already know. And I just wanted to come by and welcome you to the first episode of Pageants and Prosecco. This is my new podcast, something that I have been thinking about for some time. And I just wanted to combine my love of beauty pageants and of course my love of wine into one episode to kind of talk to title holders and pageant experts about all things pageantry while we sip on our favorite libation. So just so you guys can kind of get to know who I is and what I'm about and what you can expect on my show for the most part. My name is Brittany Nicole Brooks and I um, I don't know where to start. I've been competing in pageants for about 10 years which sounds kind of spooky to say. It's really been like nine years. Um, 2019 will make it 10 years. But I've been competing in pageants pretty much my entire adult life. I started off as a miss. So I didn't get a chance to compete as a teen. Oh, no, I did compete as a teen in my first pageant. And then I moved to miss. And I was Miss Black Illinois USA 2016, which goes to the Miss Black USA competition. And currently, I am Miss Black America, Illinois, and competed at Miss Black America in August of 2018. I've held a few other awards, top five, congenialities, community service, and I think can't think of the other ones. But now, I currently work for Pageant Planet, which is the world's largest resource for all things pageantry. If you guys do not know about Pageant Planet, you are probably under a rock. And that's unfortunate because it's probably dark and cold underneath there. <laughs> LOL. But um, I work for Steven Roddy. I've actually met him. And yeah, I've been working there since 2016. I started off as a writer and then I became the queen of social media. And now I'm back working as a writer and making content for the website. And I also competed in several pageants like Miss America, Miss USA, a few of the black pageant systems, and college systems too. So needless to say, and I also attend pageants. One of my goals last year I started doing this, but was to attend a pageant every month, at least one pageant every month. And I managed to finish it out the year last year. I can by attending a pageant every month. So I'll probably try to do that again as the year 2018 comes to a close to attend pageants. I've also judged before. And I haven't directed. That's the only side of pageantry I haven't been on as a director. And I do want to be a director. That's one of my goals is to be a director. Um, or really to own a pageant. Really. Hmm. But yeah, so um, just more about me. That's my pageant life. More about me as a person, I consider myself a journalist and a professor at heart. Everything that I do revolves around journalism, hence why I decided to start this podcast I should listen to. I got my degree in communications and journalism from Eastern Illinois University. There I worked in TV news and production. My love for journalism kind of started when I wanted to go into television production. I want to um, make movies and make TV shows. That was my initial goal. I still kind of have those goals. Those never go away. But uh, that's kind of where I got my start at was working in TV production for my church when I was in high school. 
it comes on TV and we have 10,000 members. My dad got me started on it. And then I just kind of just kept going with it, working cameras, and then moved my way up to director and just loving all the things behind the scenes when it comes to TV. And then from there, I ended up getting my master's degree in journalism as well. I studied politics and political journalism at the capital of Illinois in Springfield. And I worked for a radio station, which was pretty cool at the time when they announced the um, internship assignments. I was kind of upset because I really wanted a TV internship because that's the only thing I've known is television. And when they told me I got a radio internship, I was like, what the heck? I don't know anything about radio besides that they play music. I ended up working for an NPR station. I didn't even know NPR existed, to be honest with you. But I was just kind of upset. I guess, wait, so we'll wind back to my undergrad years. So when I got my degree in journalism, I spent all four years at the local TV station, WEIU, which is on campus, but it's not a campus TV station like you might think. We don't report on campus news unless it's like administration. We reported on all the news going on in the 16 counties revolving around East Central Illinois. We were live every day for 30 minutes, so it was a real life, real live newscast. Uh, every day for 30 minutes, started there as a, what, the teleprompter person? And then I ended up working my way up all four years as to be the producer, the director. I did the graphics, uh, cameras, floor manager, which is queuing the anchors, reporter. I moved to sports. I really wanted to be a sports reporter at one point in time, but now I don't. Um, and... Assignment editor, which chooses the assignments for the day. It's a lot that goes into working in the news. So I worked in the news all through college, ended up getting paid to do it, and ended up getting a chance to do that for class credits too. And then I went and got my master's degree, worked in radio. And I think the best part, since I did not like it, that's kind of where I was going. I did like the internship, but I didn't like it initially because I was in radio with a TV background. I said, what the heck? What can I do? In radio, like, I want to be on TV, you know? I want my face to be seen. But I learned how to do a lot of things, which is actually coming in handy now, which is audio editing and realizing the power of the voice as opposed to the power of the eyes. Because when you guys hear stuff, you hear it more... um, You're actually listening to it. As opposed to TV, you're kind of just passively watching it. You're probably not even paying attention to it all the way. But with audio, you hear everything and you hear background stuff and you hear mistakes. And it really forces you to come correct because people are using only that one sense as opposed to two. When you're watching TV, you're using your eyes and your ears. But um, so, yeah, it's coming in handy now. And after college, after my master's degree, I went and got a job as a TV producer. And I worked the news, NBC affiliate. And I made two live news shows every day for a year. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to teach everybody how to be like me. And I went and I became a college professor and I teach journalism. And right now I'm in between universities. That's what I say. Because I decided to leave where I was from, took a leap of faith and moved because it was just a small town that I was working as a TV producer and as a college professor. 
And I told my students, one thing I always teach my students is to follow your dreams and to not um, limit yourself. And I felt like myself, as much as I enjoyed teaching for those students, I wanted to be an example. And I knew that if I wanted them to grow to be these caterpillars and butterflies and fly away from the nest and leave that town I was in, because the town didn't have a lot of opportunities for growth, per se, uh, then I had to be an example for myself. And I told them that, like, I'm going to leave and I will want for you guys one day to leave this town as well. It's one of those towns that are just really small. There's not a lot of jobs there and it's not a lot of room for advancement. No major corporations are there. It's in the middle of nowhere type town, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to leave for myself, really, and to teach them it's okay to to fly off the cuckoo's nest sometimes <laughs> or fly over the cuckoo's nest sometimes and yes yeah, so I became a college professor and then I left that job and I moved and now I am in this new area of my life I am in Dallas Texas right now focus on pageantry and being a better person it took a lot for me to leave and move states but it's temporary. It really is temporary. And um, I don't know. I kind of left to go find something. I don't know what it is. And I don't know if I found it yet. But it's a personal. Life is a personal. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a journey. So I'm still on that journey. Right? And now here we are with my new podcast, Pageants and Prosecco. And I just wanted to combine everything that I love, which is wine and pageants. And then I told you about my pageant background. My wine background is not as deep, but I started making wine when I was in my master's program because I was so stressed out working in the Capitol and seeing all the crazy stuff that was going on. We had a new governor. They was in the green. The governor was Republican. The rest of uh, the legislators were Democrat mainly. And they're just going back and forth, and then we had no money, and then it's a protest, and whatever it was, it was a lot of sadness going on at that time, 20, 2015, and in Illinois. And so I started to engage in wine, and I started making more wine, and then I re- started to look into it, and I'm like, oh, well, wine is fairly, you know, simple. Like, the process to make it is fairly simple. You just take a grape, crush it, uh add some yeast to it, let it age, and then it turns to wine, and then put it in a bottle and let it sit there for years or a few months, or immediately you can drink it, and then it's wine. So then I took a winemaking class, and I made five bottles of wine, and now I have a love for it and appreciation for it. And that's how I work at a wine retail store, a really big like chain retail store and I learned so much about wine and alcohol and I'm just so blessed for the opportunity because I have a deeper deeper appreciation for the grape so currently right now I am sipping on a Chardonnay and I have no problem drinking a cheap bottle of wine even though after my research you know some cheap bottles may have levels of arsenic in it so you do want to be careful of that but um Nothing's wrong with it, and it tastes good. And you shouldn't discriminate against wine because it costs $2 as opposed to $200. You know what I'm saying? So 
especially as fast as I go through bottles, I do not want to be investing in wine. You know, I just want something to drink just to taste. And I drink wine all the time. I'm not an alcoholic. I am fully aware of my decisions and (laughs) and whatnot. But I just love the way it tastes. And I used to drink red wine all the time. But now I'm on to Chardonnay. For some reason or another, I am obsessed with Chardonnay. Today I'm drinking Aldi's Winking Owl, which is $2.86. And they have a Chardonnay, a Merlot, a Zinfandel, um, I think a Cabernet Sauvignon as well. So I've been looking for a nice buttery Chardonnay. But we'll get into that later in the series as I talk more about my wines. I just wanted to come by and just introduce you guys to who I am and what you can expect on this show. So let's talk about it. I am going to interview some of my favorite pageant people, experts in the field, title holders that I've been looking up to or just been stalking since they've been crowned. (laughs) Um, uh, Pageant experts, like I said, interview coaches, runaway coaches. I don't want this to be like a coaching podcast, but I want this to be a let me get inside your head podcast. And let's chat podcast and let's spill some tea or some wine podcast. So I will be talking about Miss America. If I can find someone that's an expert that wants to talk candid with me, then I will try to bring them on to talk about it. If not, then like I said, I have enough expertise in the field to let you know what's going on and to break it down and to give you my two cents on it. And... I just want this to be like a laid back girl chat type series, even though there will be guys on here. Uh, a laid back series is sipping wine, talking about pageants, and just enjoying everything beautiful and tasteful that wine and beauty pageants have to offer. So I hope you guys will stay tuned and keep listening to my series. I have a few special people that I can't name just yet, but I'll drop an episode every week. And I cannot wait to get more into this podcast and let you guys know more about me, my opinions on things that are going on pageantry, and just just sharing news with you guys and my personal expertise when it comes to media and media training and how pageant girls can use media for their advantage. I'll be talking about that as well, too, on this show. So thank you guys for tuning in to the end, to the first episode, and I cannot wait for your ears to hear more of me, and until next time, cheers and enjoy.